The High Point of Grace, a 25-day devotional through the Christmas season. Matthew 2, 3-8 When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. Gaspar didn't like it. That king was not righteous, and he certainly wasn't trustworthy. As the eastern trio stepped out of the king's palace and began to mount their camels, Gaspar saw the disappointed looks on the faces of his friends. Melchior and Balthazar seemed just as upset and frustrated as he felt. It wasn't that the king they sought wasn't at the palace, and instead they found a frail, shifty, untrustworthy man sitting on the throne of a king. From their perspective, this was someone who should have never been allowed the privilege of sitting in a place of authority. No, what frustrated them the most was that the king had commissioned them to inform him when they found the child so that he too could come and worship. But all three of the wise men knew this would be a mistake. They were coming from a foreign land to honor the king his scriptures told of. Shouldn't this king have already been seeking for his king himself? Particularly as he was coming to the end of his life, that's what any noble, honorable king would do, lift up his God-ordained successor. Instead, he was hiding inside the walls of his palace, completely unaware a king had been born within the last few months, unaware that a star for that newborn king rested over his city. That reminded Gaspar to look for the star. When he looked up into the night sky, the star was not above him as he had expected. Instead, he could see it to the south, still in the distance. Just as the religious leaders in the palace had said, the star rested in the direction of Bethlehem. If only they had waited a little longer before entering the palace, they would have saw the star and known they were in the wrong place. They had assumed the palace was the right place. They had assumed the city was the right environment. From what they knew of Bethlehem, it was an unlikely location for a king to reside. But it would be a welcome contrast to this experience. Gaspar glanced one last disgusted look in the direction of the palace as his camel began moving through the streets in the direction of Bethlehem. There was a part of Gaspar that felt bad for this king. Herod was his name. He seemed bitter and sad. He didn't even want to be in his own palace. He kept mentioning how he wanted to return to his Herodium. He couldn't even settle in the surroundings he was in. Well, one thing was for sure. They weren't returning to Jerusalem to inform Herod that if they had found the child. Gaspar, Melchior, and Balthazar all understood royalty, kingship, and ruling with honor, and they knew rulers who didn't live up to that standard. Herod was not one of them. As the trio left the walls of Jerusalem and the countryside laid out below them, they could see in the distance a small village, Bethlehem. There they would find the king they sought. There they would step into the presence of righteousness and kneel beside a worthy king. There they would present their gifts, and their long journey would come to an end. Gaspar felt the frustration melt away and his excitement return. Their search for the king continued. Disappointing others can be one of the hardest things to do, especially for those of us who are 
rule followers and build our lives around pleasing people by doing what they ask us to. Then add in the social pressures that we face every day, whether you're a teenager trying to be part of the crowd or an adult trying to keep up with the Joneses, we all feel this need to please those around us. Ultimately, it can create a lot of extra anxiety in our lives. It can force us to work more than we need to and sacrifice time with our families. It can cause us to spend more than we should. It can cause us to make decisions we wouldn't otherwise make. Think about how things would have been different if the wise men had sought to please King Herod. After all, he was the king, and he asked them to let him know where the new king was born so he could go and worship. The wise men chose not to please the king and his request, but instead to listen to the voice of God and maybe their gut feeling about Herod and ignore his request. Is someone asking you to do something that's not in your best interest or in the interest of those around you? Do you feel pressure to make decisions you know are not wise? Do you find yourself falling into patterns of bad decisions because you're trying to please someone else? The Lord has instilled each of us with a degree of wisdom. He has also provided us with the scriptures that are filled with wisdom, insight, and direction on how to make the right decisions in life. I want to challenge you today to turn your focus to His Word and choose to make decisions based on His wisdom rather than the desire to please other people. Others don't always have your best interests in mind and can sometimes be driven by their own selfish desires. On the other hand, God is always looking to position you in the right place at the right time with the right opportunities. If you commit to following His Word and listening to His voice, you will find yourself relieved of some of your anxiety, making wiser decisions, and living a more peaceful life.